Hey guys, welcome to Coffee with the Twist. You're here with Madame Baloo. Uh, tonight I'm actually drinking Earl Grey tea. I'm not drinking any coffee tonight. I had some a little bit earlier. I've been trying to chill out a little on my coffee intake. I was drinking literally like a whole freaking pot a day. So um, I still drink it. I'm just trying to limit it to one cup a day or what have you. But this is the final episode of season four. Um, As I told you guys in the last episode, this is going to be a quick one. It's just going to be a part two, wedding part two. And what I'm going to be discussing is the vendors I used. Kind of give you guys like a highlight review of them, some do's and don'ts and We're going to end it there, and season five will start up, and we'll get back to our good, juicy, fun topics. So I'm going to go ahead and jump on in. hope you guys had a great week, great weekend coming up. Um, But yeah, so let's jump in. So as you guys know, got married October 10th this year. Um, Well renewal vows we got married last year um so one thing that I did do was um I tried to group my vendors as much as possible kind of like have a one-stop shop um it just helps with all the chaos at least for me I'll say that for me it helps with all the chaos I'm a point person to talk to of course you don't want to use like a company where like one person is doing all of those activities when I say that meaning the DJ is being the DJ and the photo booth guy um it was through one company and I had one point person that I talked to point of contact that I spoke with with interviewing and things like that and they would have me do video chats with the people that would actually be attending my wedding that day but it was nice to use kind of a one-stop shop um so I did have a few vendors um my DJ my lighting and my photo booth was all through reputable DJ so I got a package deal with them um dealt with the owner of that company and he put me in touch to talk one-on-one with the actual DJ um things like that where we could talk we talked a few times did a couple of facetimes as well as a couple of phone calls which was really nice because they're kind of learning your style your personality through conversation so it was really nice to do that um at first i was like what's the point but i get it and it it ended up being a hit like my dj people thought he was like my family um photo booth was awesome there's a lot of photo booths out there but I have to say and not just because it was mine I have to say like mine was so great it was seamless it just um you know it wasn't any glitches and things like that it was just really good um a lot of people gave a lot of compliments on my photo booth and just how good it was how clear it was and they loved my DJ. I'm sure so many people want to hire him <laughs> from my um, wedding. And then, of course, for like my food and everything, 
that all came through the venue that I had, which was Purple Iris. So um, that was, you know, one vendor. And then I had a videographer. Um, it was two. It was a husband and wife team. And then I had a photographer. It was a husband and wife team as well. So that was my... And then I had um, the officiant who... She was the same officiant that actually married us last year. She did the renewal vows. This year we did a sand ceremony just to switch it up. So I used her as well. Marry me and Wes V. And... It was nice. I mean, it was very seamless. Um, again, even with the photographers, I met with her. We met at Panera, talked. You know, we would chat via email, text message here and there. So it was just really nice for her also to get our personalities to know, okay, what type of pictures can I take with them? You know, something that shows us. And like I was saying in my last episode, I really, even though you want, like, all this spectacularness with your wedding and things you might see on TV. At the end of the day, for me, I really wanted our wedding to be a reflection of me and my husband's personality. And I really felt we pulled that off from the ceremony to the reception. Like, even some of the people that were going to be attending, that did attend, they were like, I'm not going to lie. They were like, I thought the wedding was going to be real bougie. We had to act a certain way, be a certain way. And they were just so happy at how it turned out, that it was just so welcoming and comfortable. You know, I was like, no, we just want it to be a reflection of us. We're fun people. Um... We enjoy having a good time. We love each other. We love our family. We just love being with our family. So we took that approach with our wedding instead of just all of the, even though we had a beautiful wedding, but it was, it was like you knew you were at Jason and Melissa's wedding because it really brought out our personalities. You know, I'm, I'm always the one overdoing stuff. Jason's real simple and fun. So, you know, it had a little bit of both, which was great. Um, so, yes, um, I used David Bridal for my dress. Um, not sure if I had discussed this before, but it's really crazy. My dress was everything that I did not want. Um, so I did not want a strapless dress. Um, I didn't want a tight-fitted dress. These are all the things I thought I did not want. And, you know, I go try on my dress, try on dresses. And the lady Megan there, she was like, I have one more dress for you to try. She was like, it's a little bit out of the price range that you're looking for, but it's absolutely beautiful. So I'm like, "Uh, all right, let me tell you, I tried this dress on. I did not need anyone's help. Well, let me rephrase. I did not need anyone's opinion on that dress. I knew I loved that dress. And even when I look at my dress now, I just love it. I love it in the pictures. I, it, my dress was everything that I did not expect it to be. Like, I did not think that was the dress I would want. And it is everything. It fit me perfectly. It, it was just perfect. So when the wedding was over, I did get it preserved and everything. And I actually have it hanging it's not hanging but sitting in my foyer up on the mantle thing there's a mantle in my foyer and it's sitting up there on debut (laughs) um I absolutely love this dress I I really hope 
I will be able to pass it down to someone. It's it's a beautiful dress. Um, but yeah, the, this dress was it was not what I expected. I I, I just I truly love my dress. Um, I love my whole ensemble. It it was just great. Um, but yeah, all of my vendors. Um, I make you know I made sure I reviewed everyone. Um, everyone did a great job. I mean, you know, you hear a lot of horror stories when it comes to like weddings and big parties and gatherings and things like that. And um, I must say, I didn't have any issues. Um, we had some good photos. Well, let me rephrase. Um, and this was more of my fault. We were running behind. So I do wish I would have had a few more pictures of my, me and my wedding party and my flower girls and things like that. But we did get some. Either way, it, it, it was still really nice. They captured what we could. And I just really wanted to be like out there with my family and friends. So like... I was over pictures. It's a lot of work. I don't know how these celebrities do it. That shit is tiring. Taking pictures and things. Um, you wouldn't think it is, but it, it it is. It's exhausting to just sit around and taking pictures and being in all these poses when the party's going on. But um, my photographer and videographer did such a great job. Like they made me feel like I was a celebrity or a princess. I mean. Wherever I was, they were snapping pictures or taking video. It was just, it was just amazing. They did an excellent job. Um, I would definitely, you know, if I could afford it, <laughs> I had like a big party, like a 40th or 50th, I would so hire them all over again. They were so excellent. Um, so I did make sure that I reviewed all of them. Um... I really hope this information helps someone who's planning wedding. This is like engagement season, so people will be, you know, planning weddings. There's a couple of weddings coming up that I know about next year. Um, there are some things, you know, it gets a little pricey um, at the venues. You know, you think, oh, okay, I have everything paid, and then that, and then they charge you for the taxes. You know, last minute. I mean, even though they tell you about it up front, but that 10% or 18%, you're like, what the hell? You know, you're forking out a couple of more thousands of dollars. So, um, you know, I just when you are picking these places, even if the venue is on the low end far as cost, if they're supplying the food, make sure you you know, know what it all entails, how the tipping goes, how the gratuity goes, what percentage you have to pay because like alcohol was 18% for me and like the other things were either 6% or 10%. It was something like that. So it was like three different tax percents that I was paying on certain things. So I think it was like 6% on the venue itself, 10% on the food and then 18% on the alcohol so you know just keep that stuff in mind as you're budgeting because those are things that you're not thinking about because it's not so in your face because they don't really come out until later because you don't know your guest amount but just keep those things in mind when you're planning 
Um, you know, also keep in mind, you know, for me, it was a hard decision, cash bar, open bar, things like that, you know, because you just want people to be comfortable. I'm, I went with a cash bar, and I'm glad I did because you have to, and, and guys, don't feel bad about doing that. For me, that's kind of how I felt like, man, I'm inviting people to my wedding. I'm making them pay. But what you have to realize, the way these things work. So, for instance, let's say my guest count was 150. I have to pay for open bar for 150 people. Like, that's how they charge it. Rather if it's kids or not, it, it, it's just what they, it, it's just how it goes. And unfortunately, we're all human. We all probably do these things. You get a drink. They don't drink it. Oh, they'll just get another one. You know, versus if they pay for it out of their pocket, they'll drink that drink. Um, not just that. I just feel it's just, it's easier on the pockets, of course. But don't feel pressured that you have to do an open bar, you know. People will buy their drinks if, if they need to without judging you in a bad way. Or, oh, man, I'm invited to this and I got to, you know, buy my drinks course an open bar is always nice but you know cash bar is great even when I had my 30th some years back I did a cash bar and it was a hit as well so you know of course you would love to be able to have an open bar if you could afford it fine not honestly even if you can't afford it you should do probably do a cash bar um Unfortunately, not that people are doing it on purpose, but it's the human in us. It's like, oh, I don't like this drink. You won't bother drinking it. You're just going to grab another, not realizing someone just, you know, the bride and groom had to pay $10 for that drink that you that you didn't drink. So um, I did do a cash bar. Um, I had food, and I had a little bit of food for some kids because I figured some kids would be there, and a couple were there. So that was good. Um being the fact that my main menu was not kid friendly so I had um like chicken tenders and things for the kids and the sides um trying to think if I missed anything um letting the DJ know like your style of music is good that way even if you don't get all your music songs down or in the playlist they still kind of know your personality to know what to play. So that's helpful. He, my um, DJ, did a spectacular job. Like, the dance floor was never empty. He made sure it was always something. He was talking. He was getting people's attention. It was great. And at the end, um, we did a sparkler, sparkler um, uh send off so everyone came out that was still there held the sparkles uh sparklers um and they you know all got lit and my videographer and photographer took pictures of us and stuff so it was really it was really nice um it it just turned out well and then you know afterwards um some people came over to the house Mind you, I had no food left over. I thought I was going to have food left over from the venue. Did not. So I had to order some pieces in. And then we had um, the brunch the next day, which was a total freaking hit. Like, I'm so glad I did the brunch the next day. It was just nice to, again, be with people. We were chilling. Um, 
it was a long weekend. We were very tired. I feel like I'm just like now starting to recover from it. That's probably why like Thanksgiving I didn't do anything <laughs> much. I went to my cousins I and Christmas I'm still behind. It was it takes a lot out of you. You just wanna like do nothing because even though people only see, Oh, your wedding was that day, how are you still like overwhelmed or tired from it but you gotta realize I've been planning it for months and then when you get down to that crunch time so like the month of September I mean your your mental your brain is so involved so it's like after the wedding it was like I had to like de-stress my body and then my brain as well and it took a while (laughs) you know because you know weddings in general certain there's certain things in your life that go on that are mentally draining or use a lot of your mental um for instance for me a wedding my wedding was a big deal in the sense of course my wedding but it's emotional you know there's people that it's emotional on two hands the first hand is there's people that I really wish could have been at my wedding that aren't here on earth to be at my wedding so it's like you think I I kind of sit back and think man how would it be if my dad was still here or my granny was here like what little changes would have been done at my wedding um and then you also look at the happy time all the people that are coming here and then it's like as we know the way life goes and this is kind of dark what I'm about to say but we know how life goes and like the next year it's like these people are here today. Who's not going to be here next year? You, you know what I mean? It, it's it, it's emotional. You don't realize it, but it's so emotional. And I think I told you guys this before when the first time I got married, some just a, a, a weird emotion came all over me. The Like right before, you know, I was going to walk down. I was just like a wreck. I was just in this weird space. Um, but yeah, it, I can't explain it. It's just really, um, it's just you're full of emotion. Of course, you're very happy. But depending on what's going on in your life or, or you know, you when you think of a wedding, you think of your father walking you down the aisle, you know. Um, that's one thing I didn't get. And then I start thinking of just weird shit, you know. So it took a lot for me to... Um, de-stress from this wedding I had a great time loved it but it was like all right this was and this was as we know my final wedding so it's like it had to be perfect but it was just nice to distress from it so hopefully after the holidays I'll really be distressed (laughs) I'll de-stress from everything and um January kind of get back on track but um let me see did i leave anything out um i don't think so i think i kind of captured everything um again this was just going to you know a review of like my vendors um i know you guys are probably so tired of hearing about my wedding so um if anyone does have any questions or a particular topic you might want me to talk about um concerning like wedding vendors etc or just my experience feel free to email me or um 
you know, even put something, you know, comments um, under the platform that you're listening for Coffee with a Twist. I try to go through and check those. I'm kind of like streaming on different platforms. So, you know, you can always email me coffee with a twist at gmail.com. And the with doesn't have an H on it. So it's W I T T W I S T at gmail.com. So coffee W I T T W I S T um, at gmail.com. Um, you know, if there's like a particular topic wedding wise that you want me to speak on, I will, um, you know, put out something or just respond to you yourself, you know, back to your email. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to end it there. This is the final season of, uh, episode for season four, season five, we're going to start up. Um, with some good topics. I have a couple of topics on in mind that I want to discuss. Um, just a couple of things I want to say and some things I've experienced in the past couple of months or um, had thoughts about. So I have some good ones. I, I think I have some good ones and hopefully you guys will enjoy them. But I will break there. I hope you guys have a great weekend, um, great week coming up. And you are here with Madam Baloo. Thank you for listening in. Coffee with a twist.